It was a record crowd at Consolation Field. Yiner makes another case to be the backup, and it was a fun time here in Sugarland. Let's talk about this on tonight's Locked On Astros. Alvarez hits a high drive center field. Veer leans back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are locked on Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Astros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can they find you at? They can find me at HTM Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. Alrighty, yeah, we had fun time up uh, watching the Space Cowboys versus the Astros. It's like, who do we root for? Do we root for the Astros are tomorrow or the Astros are today? So it was a, definitely a fun experience, and it's a nice little ballpark. And uh, it was a very – there's only like 7,778 people, something like that, and that was a record crowd for there. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Everybody was there to see the Houston Astros for the first time in this area. So that was a pretty cool experience. And uh, guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day, whether it's on YouTube, make sure you go and subscribe to us and go ahead and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, check us out. And thank you to all those who saw us on the TV behind Alvarez and all the lefty hitters. They're like, hey, isn't that the Locked on Astros guys? Yes, that was. We were apparently on TV, and so thank you for uh, catching that. So, guys, thank you for helping us uh, build this Locked On Astros Nation, and we want to continue to grow this throughout the off the this, this season. And this is going to be like our spring training. Brett and I were talking about this. You're going to have a lot of late shows, so please stay up with us. Have a um, late night coffee or whatever, and let's talk some baseball. You're like, have a late night beer (laughs) and well, look, man, um, that was just a great job. The space Cowboys organization puts on a great show. It's one of the, I think, nicer stadiums on all of AAA baseball. Of course, I have to admit, I haven't been to a ton of AAA stadiums, actually none other than round rock um, express the Dell diamond, which is a phenomenal park as well. But they've really stepped up their game. When they first started hosting games years ago, it was the Skeeters, and it was an independent league. And they've had to do a lot pretty quickly to get them up to um, minor league baseball, you know, to up their game. They did last year with the uniforms. But it was great seeing some of the players that were on the field with the Astros uniforms were Space Cowboys last year as they were going from the – um, from the back area, whether they were coming out of the clubhouse, going to the dugout, they were pointing to the dugout kind of to their old friends. And you could see, I was wondering if some of the space Cowboys were looking going, gosh, man, I I've, I've been that close to making that team. And I can tell you right now, Yanner Diaz is here, dude, this, this guy is swinging a hot bat. And I love Jordan Alvarez getting a double tonight, Eric. We didn't even talk about it on the 24 to one game, but Jordan Alvarez has been hitting well. I mean, he looks good. He's running around the bases, and I'm really excited what we have in him, 
Abreu, Bregman. I mean, this is a star-studded lineup, even with the absence of Jose Altuve. Yeah, and I think that the somebody else is going to have to step up, whether David Hensley, uh, Dubon, or somebody else offensively. Uh, Alex Bregman took a step back towards the player that he used to be. Maybe he needs to take a more of a step this year to kind of pick up for Jose Altuve being out. Alvarez needs to stay healthy and uh, play the whole season. And I think what Pena needs to do is he needs to do what he did today and get two hits and uh, kind of be the offense. And I know technically Mauricio Debon scored that run, but he scored he would have scored two runs in that situation. And that's what you want from a leadoff hitter. What he didn't do good was he struck out in the first inning, but that's okay. He's being aggressive. He's taking pitches at the same time. And he looks like he has what it takes to be that leadoff hitter the Astros want. Now the question is, is uh, Alvarez, is he could be the second hitter in the Astros lineup or is this just because Kyle Tucker is not in the lineup? This is very intriguing. So uh, is this to give uh, maybe Alvarez some more bats throughout the season or I don't know, or is this just to give Pena this big bat behind him so uh, he gets pitches to hit? So I I don't know if this carries over to the regular season. This may be just to get him, uh, Alvarez, some uh, bats so he can leave early. But if this is something that's going to carry on, can you imagine uh, you get Jeremy Pena out, you're like, okay, second, the two-hole hitter, somebody that makes contact, somebody that's um, – that doesn't strike out a lot. And then here comes Alvarez hitting home runs left and right. Yeah, exactly. Now, the reason why I, I personally wouldn't put Alvarez in that spot is, number one, you've got Bregman. Um, and I, I think he fits there. But I, I just think Alvarez, you, you've got to have him at least fourth because you've got to give him more opportunity yeah. to have people in front of him on the on, on the base pass. Because if he is that home run threat that you're talking about, I would, I would much rather a two or three run homer, and I know you would. But look, that's why this lineup is so potent because you can plug and play these guys one through six, and technically it's not a bad spot. Now, six is probably your least desirable spot for these star-studded hitters, but I think you can easily go Pena. You could go, well, I guess because you're, you're, you're wanting to go you know, right, left, right, left, and you may not have that luxury right now um kyle tucker i think fits well in that second spot as your lefty and then right. you get bregman and then you go um alvarez I almost said altuve but yiner diaz dude i mean this guy's making a case like Corey lee um has got the defense he's got the pitchers behind him but diaz i was just looking at it eric he hit this ball out it was ba- it was a it was a 300 and here I just had it. It was a 300 and it was a laser beam <laughs> shot, 102 miles an hour off the bat, 23 degree launch angle, 357, dude. I mean, he absolutely crushed that ball. And balls weren't exactly flying out of the ballpark. We were there for, you know, um, batting practice. And I don't know that they were trying to hit him out of the ballpark, but they weren't flying out of the ballpark. But this guy, when he gets a hold of a ball, he gets a hold of a ball. I love seeing that tonight. Um, Jose Vivero says, hey, this is what he wants. Pena one, Bregman two, Alvarez three, Abreu four, and Tucker five. See, why is Tucker always under the fourth? I just, you know what I'm saying, Eric? To me, Tucker is one of these guys. 
Yeah. That gosh, why can't he bat third? But then again, if he's batting fifth behind Alvarez, Abreu, the thing is, wouldn't you want to move Abreu down a little bit? Because if he's a 311 hitter with runners in scoring position and Alvarez clears the bases, nobody's on base. So maybe you move Abreu down to even six. Okay. Because then you have Abreu, then you have Tucker and whoever else you put in, in front of him. Those guys get on base because look, Abreu was was swinging a good bat tonight, and he's going to drive in runs. I'm telling you, he's going to have a big year. He's going to go 25 plus. I think he's going to get to 100 RBIs, and I think he hits over 300. I think that uh, with the way Dusty Baker manages, I don't I mean he doesn't have to go lefty, righty, lefty, but I think he will. I think that yeah. if he has the ability to, he will do that. So if Pena's going to be a leadoff hitter. I see either Tucker or Alvarez uh, hitting there. Now, with the RBI potential, it doesn't make a lot of sense to put Alvarez there. But same time, I don't know. Maybe Dusty Baker has some uh, thoughts. But maybe this was just because Tucker wasn't playing in a game today. And we did see him jog across the field. Uh, He did look like he almost tripped there. And I was like a little nervous there for a second. I'm like, no. Please don't hurt your ankle. We don't. We need you um, come Thursday. And but definitely, uh, who was the guy that almost got a home run off of um, Stanek? It was what's the the young kid's name? You talking um, about Rudolph? Yeah, Rudolph. You know what? That would have looked really good on his LinkedIn profile. You know what? During exhibition game, I hit a home run off um, of Stanek, and so you know what. That would have been pretty good on this LinkedIn profile. And this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. That's right. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. Or am I going to make the 40 man roster for opening day? You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Basically what you do is you take this, And you put this on your icon. So you have this purple hashtag hiring frame. So people know that you are hiring simple tools like screening questions, make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs. Number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All righty. So I know that Dusty Baker is still making decisions on who's going to be on the 40 man on 26 man roster. I know that we saw Justin Dearden. He actually didn't get a hit today and I, I joked around and said well look he comes to Houston and he does and he gets out um, I don't know if he got a hit later in the game uh, let me see before I uh, no he did get a hit actually he did get a hit later in the game after uh, we left but uh, <laughs> definitely it was a situation where uh, the Astros looked good tonight uh, you had Pena with two hits um, Corey Lee had one of those weird games where he had two walks but he also had two strikeouts and so uh, I will, JP France, I did say it right this time. 
JP France looked pretty good out there. Uh, he was averaging about 94, 93, 95 on his fastball. Uh, he looked like he had pretty good command out there overall. I believe I want to say this is his first appearance this spring. I could be wrong, but he did have two walks, three strikeouts. Then he had Dubin come in for Space Cowboys. He gave up two runs uh, on two walks, four strikeouts. Then you had Brian Garcia come in and pitch the rest of the game. He pitched four innings, three hits, one run, and three strikeouts. So um, I think Diaz hit the home run off of him. So um, Brian Garcia is definitely stretched out. Uh, He's probably going to be in the rotation for the AAA uh, Skeeters. uh, Sorry, Space Cowboys. But um, if you're looking at what the Astros did today, Blanco did what he's been doing all spring. Yeah. Uh, Three shutout innings, one hit allowed. One walk, two strikeouts. Ryan Presley came in. He didn't like a call the ump call uh, made, and he it made him throw more pitches than they wanted him to throw in this game. So he made sure the ump knew. He threw the old finger at him, and and I think he even talked to him as he was walking off the field too. Well, I don't know if they, hold on. He didn't. No, he didn't not that finger. Not okay, that, well, you know, just, uh, I know, but he, I, we we don't want to misinterpret that on this show. Yeah. No, he didn't like flip him off, give him the old number one salute. Um, but he was clearly squeezed. He, right. he gave up two walks. I don't think those walks were legit walks. Now I don't. I, you know, we weren't sitting right behind home plate. We were behind the left-handed batter behind the um, right side of the plate and those pitches must have been off the plate either to the right or to the left because they were in the zone. They were clearly in between the belt and the knees. And I would think that they were strikes, but yeah, Presley let the guy know, like, I know this is a minor league game exhibition, but dude, I'm trying to get tuned up for the season. What the heck is going on? Blake Taylor, one strikeout, Brian and Bray, you came out with the strikeout. Seth Martinez came in with a solid inning, only gave up one hit. Austin Davis got credited with the save. He had two walks and two strikeouts. So overall, the Astros starters or the Astros pitchers had seven strikeouts. They did have seven walks and only give up one earned run. You're going to have a mixed bag of goods in these games. These games are always fun for the players. It's fun for the AAA guys. We saw J.C. Correa out there. We saw Joe Perez. We saw Luke Berryhill. All these guys that we've had on the show, Eric, it was really neat to see them in action out there getting their reps against the big against the big league club. And we get to see them tomorrow night play at Minute Maid Park. So this same game is going to be replayed again. And I think it's going to be another fun game. And then that puts us one day away from opening day, which is Thursday. And I couldn't be more excited about the dawning of this new day with Jose Abreu about what Ronel Blanco is going to offer this season. You know, Yanir Diaz crushing home runs, Corey Lee throwing out runners at second. I mean, it's just going to be a fun year. Kyle Tucker, you know what he said when he was mic'd up? He right. said, I want to break Evan Gaddis's, um triples record. I want to break his single season triple record. So I was like, hey, I love that. So Tucker is going to be looking at hot wheeling it around the bases this year. That's going to be really fun. Well, I think Joe Blue asked, uh, do you see Abreu as a potential uh, MVP? Well, if you look at this team, I mean, yes, uh, Abreu has had a lot of RBIs this spring. He's played a lot of innings. He's played a lot of games. But I think the Astros wanted to him to feel comfortable here, so that's why they gave him a lot of playing time. But I think that if you look at if Alvarez is healthy, uh, if Bregman can continue to build off what he did last year, if Kyle Tucker can uh, beat the shift, so to speak, and 
uh, really tap into his full potential. It's really hard to say that Abreu can be an MVP of this team. So I, or much less the league. So I'm not saying Abreu is not going to be a star on this team, but I think there's uh, if you're, if you're asking me right now at the beginning of the season, before season starts, I would say he's probably fourth or fifth on the pecking order. Uh, Maybe I mean, look. Yeah, I, I agree with that whole And that's, and that's not a slight to Abreu. That's no. just how deep this team is. I mean, why did he come here? Number one, he wants to win a ring. Number two, he loves this club. He respects it. And one of the things I heard from, um, I believe it was Joe Espada talking about Jose Abreu. He said when he came in, he wanted to know about the culture of this ball club. He didn't want to know about anything else. He wanted to know what are the guys like, what makes everybody tick. And he was asking questions. He said he fit in so nicely. And so that's great. And that's the thing. Abreu's not going to be focused on winning another MVP. Abreu's going to be focused on what can I do to get this team back to the World Series? And you want that kind of veteran leadership because he was the heart and soul of the South Side of Chicago, one of the top five players in that club's history. And it's a storied history. So I think, you know, someone asked here, um, Adam Wynn, um, one of our um, most faithful listeners, he said, was Matt Gage in a space Cowboys uniform? Yes, yes, he was. He came out, he was introduced. And so he was there. Austin Davis was there. Um, Jaden was there. There was, there was a lot, Jaden Murray. There were a, a lot of people, Sean Dubin, who I think, look, if Dubes can stay healthy, if he can have a solid season, and if they need someone to come up and eat some innings, if they're, unfortunately, let's hope it doesn't happen, knock on wood, if, Injuries don't have, I mean, if injuries happen, Dubin is in line, dude, to come up and get some good innings. This guy can throw some smoke. He's got movement on the ball. Um, did it who did who did he strike out? Who was the first strikeout victim? Um, was it was it Jordan Alvarez? I I want to say yes, maybe. I you're like, yes, maybe. You know what that I think it was because you're like, yeah. good job, JP. I'm like, yeah, J- um, France you, isn't in the game anymore. Yeah. And Ty oh, France yeah, because, isn't in the game because, either. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because I wasn't, well, like, I don't know. Like, I guess I got to get my prescription checked because when I looked out there, I was like, I was like, JP looks different. It's obviously Sean Dubin. That's what happens when you get older, kids. Um, so make sure you eat your carrots. <laughs> yeah. But overall, this was a great game. It was a great experience. Uh, if you got there early enough, you could take a uh, picture with the World Series trophy. And uh, you got to kind of um, catch some um, home run derby or uh, batting practice. And it's just a great ballpark. Uh, we got some good barbecue beforehand. And yeah. a lot of people stopped us and say, hey, we love your show. We love your podcast. We met uh, uh, Pierce Counts. He's a guy that's actually – followed me since my talking Stroh's day on sports talk 790 and all that. So uh, a lot of people um, recognized us and stopped and said, hello. So that was a pretty cool experience, but uh, that's a nice little ballpark. And um, it's, it's very, um, it's something I would like to go to again and uh, see some good Sugarland space Cowboys baseball. We had the comfort of the nice, cool 70 something degree Texas weather. Let me tell you, when you go in July, you need to be warned. It is hotter than you know what out there. It's crazy hot, but they've got big, massive fans underneath the overhang. They've got fresh brew in there. They even have a really cool batting cage that you can take your kids to. It's not a bat and a ball. It's like it's like VR, basically. 
but they've they've got a cool setup. They've got a um, like a beer garden type porch out in the outfield. They have a little lawn out in the right field. You can bring lawn chairs and sit out there. You can bring a blanket. And then they do the fireworks just like the Astros do. Mm-hmm. So they put on a good show. They have entertainment in between innings. They have contests. They have giveaways. They throw shirts to the crowd. It's a lot easier to get a shirt there than sit Minute Maid Park because everything is so tightly knit. And let me tell you, if you bring your kids to the ballpark, if you get there early and you stand on the right field wall down at the end of the netting as players come out onto the field, they typically sign a ton of autographs. Bring your kids to the game. The visiting players will sign autographs. The home players, the Space Cowboys will sign autographs. It's really a great experience all around. And if you go to the end of the dugout at the end of the game and you ask Coach Story for the lineup card, I've seen him hand out lineup cards multiple times. So you could go home with an actual lineup card from the dugout that day. I'm just saying there's some neat things that y'all need to consider. If you have a family, it's it's inexpensive, and it's just it's just a great place to watch baseball. Hey, guys, the Astro season is coming up, and Brett was part of a AL West preview show. That's going to be coming out tomorrow night. But get ready for baseball season with Locked On MLB Ultimate six-episode season preview. Our local and national experts give an in-depth analysis of every team and division in a way only Locked On can provide. Find all six episodes on Locked On MLB on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. That's right, Built Bar. Let me tell you about Built March Madness. Like you have been watching the tournament, your bracket's busted, but you know what's not busted? Um, busting into a built bar. That's right. So I need you to go to builtmarchmadness.com to vote for your favorite. Mine is Churro Puffs, and I vote for that. And I vote every day. Go in there, vote daily, vote daily, vote daily, vote as many times as you want. Even if your team's not the tournament or if they are, then you can still have fun with Built March Madness. Now, this is what you're going to do. When you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you will be entered into a drawing where 50, 5 zero, lucky Locked on listeners will get a free box of built. That's pretty good value there. Not only that, but one lucky locked on fan will win a 12 month subscription to built to have built best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. So you got to try built Built's the best protein bar ever. Seriously. They're so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. What makes built bars and puffs so good? Well, for starters, They are all high in protein, low in sugar, covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, 100% real chocolate. So run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up your box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. Uh, I almost had an Alex Bregman moment. I'm so tired. I stretched, and you see this keen tuck behind me? Almost knocked over keen tuck. Eric, So. We cannot start the season with a broken bobblehead. That kind of juju, you're I'm gonna have to like kick you off for like a week to get yes. rid of that kind of juju, right? <laughs> okay, yes, I know, I understand that. So, uh, yes, this was a great experience, and I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that was uh, brought up today. Dana Brown mentioned that they're not gonna go out and get any internal external candidates for to replace Jose Altuve. So that means you're going to see a lot of Dubon. You're going to see a lot of Jose Altuve. I mean, I'm sorry, um, David Hensley. Uh, so uh, definitely, I think that's probably the right move at this time. Everybody knows that the Astros are desperate, but you have other teams that have lost big stars like uh, 
Hoskins of the the Phillies. Then you also have um, Lux of the Dodgers. There's a lot of teams that have lost big names, and they're trying to find internal options because right now, I'm I'm guessing if you're going to go get a big piece uh, like a second baseman, it's it's going to cost you a little bit. And so you're saying we're not going to get Brian Reynolds? That he he won't play second base. I know. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. I'm All joking. Right. I just had to clarify that. So Dana Brown also said that Brantley, uh, initially we thought maybe it'll be mid-April, but maybe we're leaning a little more, maybe a week later than that. He's feeling really good. We're not going to rush him. So um, maybe. And, and who is this again? Michael Brantley. Okay. Can we confirm whether or not he was hitting in the cage today? Um, no, I don't know. It looked like his swing, but we're so it far did. away. Okay. Look here, here's a mystery and we should have asked somebody. There were Astros personnel everywhere. We, we could have just asked somebody, but I could have sworn it was like the Loctus monster. Is that Michael Brantley? And he would swing and crush a ball. And you're like, well, he's sure swinging good. Right. And I'm like, that looks like Michael Brantley. He was a lefty. He had I'm, a, yeah. I'm pretty sure they would have made big deal about it in on social media if it was I, him. So I think it was somebody else. I think who, it was Bly Madrius or somebody else, maybe. I yeah. I'm I'm convinced. I'm gonna my baseball heart believes that it was Michael Brantley. So I'm just gonna go to bed believing that. Okay. <laughs> All right, you do that, sir. Um, Dusty Baker also said there's nothing definitive on who your his backup catcher will be. Um, despite hitting a home run. And back-to-back games, Yiner Diaz, I can't say you will be the catcher yet. You have to wait till tomorrow. Won't that be or, great? No, watch. They're going to wait till freaking Wednesday, bro. They're going to wait till after we do the show on Wednesday, and then they're going to announce it. Does he like whenever those guys quit talking on Locked on Astros, boom, throw it on there. <laughs> okay, I got the best quote by Dusty. You ready? Uh, let me go and pull it up. Thoughts by Dusty. Dusty Baker on whether Alvarez be ready for opening day. I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's literally the this quote. guy. This guy. I mean, you absolutely got to love him. Um, I, I, you know, I love him. I love the comments in our, in our online listeners. <laughs> I've got to bring this up because it's funny. It's going back to the built bar thing. Jeremiah said, I eat two built bars each time I go to the DMV, just in case things get physical. <laughs> well, look, um, I hope that Jordan Alvarez is eating plenty of built bars these next couple of days. But look, he looked good to me. I mean, he was out in the outfield shagging yeah. fly balls. When he hit the ball, he was running around the bases. I mean, he hit a, he hit a double. He looked, it looks good coming off the bat. And dude, he had a three Oh green light. Um, he just missed like three pitches. Like if he would have barreled the ball, there's no telling that ball would have gone over Howie 90 and probably hit 59. I mean, that's how much power this guy has. You don't ever want Jordan on a, on a injury like rehab stint. Can, but can you imagine him getting like five rehab starts at triple a consolation field? He would absolutely obliterate home run records for distance just alone. But dude, he's gonna be there. He, he's gonna like quit being coy. It's, there's no mystery. He's fine. Uh oh. 
According to Astros manager Dusty Baker, he said he could set this final roster by tomorrow. We will catch up tomorrow and see if he set the final roster. So the post, the post second exhibition game, um, locked on Astros. We will do our best to have that answer to you all. Okay. Uh-huh. So, and then someone asked us, and I went ahead and answered them just in the chat. Joe asked if we were going to have a post stream after the game on Thursday. Really late. Absolutely. It's going to be late though, kids. Cause we got to get home. We got to get, get set your coffee up. On. Do what? Get your coffee on. That's right. Get some. Well, yeah, I, I may not drink coffee. I mean, just <laughs> kind of like you have to wake me up, but it's look, it's going to be fun this season. If you just turned into lockdown, because I know we have people that haven't listened to us for like, for, you know, years and years, people that are newer followers. Look, when we have a West coast game, we fully expect your commitment and hanging out with us live after the games because if we're going to be up late you might as well be up late too um it's kind of weird that dusty baker said that there's several internal options for second base while jose altuve is out but he also pointed out that we may go outside the organization but then dana brown is like no we're not gonna go outside (laughs) but see dana did say that the other day he said those very words that they would be willing to go outside the organization Right now, Jeremy Brandon, love Jeremy Brandon. He's phenomenal voice on the radio. We've had him on the show, friend of the show. But he was like, "Why don't they go out and get um um Kirsten um um Hira?" I I'm saying his last name wrong. Oh yeah, the guy from the Brewers. But if you look at his stats, they're terrible. Kirsten Hira, I don't know. I just I just don't think that I I I think to me he's he's a little cooked. It looks like, and I just why are we going to do that right now? Like. And unless I, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. You've got plenty of people to fill in. Now, if those things don't work, maybe you go get somebody. I mean, if you're that, if you lack that much confidence in the guys that you're putting in place of Altuve, then maybe that should have been something you've already done. Right. And I also have some great news, Kyle Tucker fans. He will be in the lineup tomorrow, Tuesday. <laughs> And he'll be in lineup Thursday. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, I'm just kidding. I'm just okay. Kidding. I was like, wait, hold on, Eric. Really? It's opening day. Yeah. So I think that, I think the Astros are probably going to go with the Dubon and uh, yeah. Hensley at second base. The lineup, I'm curious to see what tomorrow's lineup is going to be. I think tomorrow's lineup is going to be what we see on opening day. Oh, are we going to see Alvarez batting second? Are we going to see Kyle Tucker batting second? Um, are we going to see somebody else batting second? Who else could bat second? I think that they like Bregman hitting third. I think they like Alvarez hitting fourth. Then if you have Tucker hitting second, then you can have Abreu hitting uh, fifth. And then you can go from there with the rest of the lineup. And the rest of the lineup is not as intimidating as you would like to, but it is what it is without Jose Altuve. Protect Jake, put him second. <laughs> Jake I'm sorry, I just said that because I wanted to get reaction out of people. Look, okay, guys, look, you can guys. find him at H Town Wheelhouse on no, Twitter. Stop, whatever. <laughs> look, man, that's Rose four one one. Part of part of part of this is you know you've got to be able to laugh at yourself, right? I'm not okay. worried about who bats second, fourth, fifth, or sixth in this lineup. I just want to see us go take Dylan Cease, 
to the woodshed and just absolutely just wipe this dude's baseball career into oblivion. I want to, I want to crush Dylan Cease 10 run rule. This guy, I'm serious. Like I don't like the white Sox. I don't like Dylan Cease. He is one of the best pitchers in the American league. And what better statement could the Astros make without Altuve than to go out and absolutely make the white Sox look like a joke. That's, that's what I want to see. No holds barred, no mercy. They're not our friends. They're the enemy in this story. Uh, okay, I thought they were our friends. I mean, that's Jose Abreu's favorite uh, former team. I mean, Who? we're all family, right? No, we are not family. Eric. All right. <laughs> anyway, that's all we got for this edition of the Space Cowboys Locked on Astros edition. And we'll be back tomorrow after. Actually, uh, we'll have the AL West preview tomorrow with Brett tomorrow because uh, we're going to the game and um, – we may do something live from Minmay Park or something or afterwards or something. We'll see what we're going to do. But, guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day, whether it's on YouTube. Please keep on subscribing to us. Give us a big fat thumbs up. And um, just go and tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend, blah, 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 blah. And uh, other than that, uh, make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Check us out. And we'll be back tomorrow uh, with uh, AL West preview and – Opening day is just right around the corner. Go Strips.